Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. Y'all, thank you so, so much for being here. Uh, uh, We are wrapping up the uh, latest series that we've been in called So to Speak. And what we have done with this series, if you haven't been, you can always catch up on the podcast or our YouTube channel. What we've been talking about is this idea of the power of our words, okay? The power of what we say and how what we say affects the world around us. Okay, so we, we talked a little bit the first week of how our words, what we say, kind of reveals what's really in us, right? What we say, whether it's in, you know, a, a, a moment of anger or, or frustration or a moment of excitedness or a moment of sadness, whatever it is, when we say something, it can help to reveal what's going on in here. And then we talked about how our words can create our reality around us. Right? If you're someone who, who, who you think you have bad luck, if you started to say when something that bad luck happened to you, if you were to say something like, huh, that's weird, that usually doesn't happen to me, and you keep saying that, you'll stop noticing the bad luck. That's the power of our words. And then Crystal had a message where she talked about the power between responding and reacting. And how we, when we take time to respond, it grows us, it grows our relationships, and it grows our faith. And finally, we talked about the power of praying out loud, right? Can you pray to God on your own inside your mind quietly? Absolutely. Can your faith grow if you're just reading silently and praying silently? Absolutely it can. But there is something powerful when we use our words, when we say what we're thinking, when we hear ourselves say it, something changes in us. And to be honest with you, this has been a lot of fun to dig into to this series and kind of see how it shows up in our life, how it shows up in my own life. I don't know if you know this, but when I have, you know, these talks with y'all and uh, I give the challenges at the end, of the ch- I, I take the same challenges too. I'm trying to grow my faith the same as y'all are trying to grow yours. So today, what I want to do as we wrap up the series put a little bow on this thing for Father's Day, is I want to talk about the things that we leave unsaid. So if, if there's power in what is being said, can there be power in what is not being said? The answer is yes. Because what we choose not to say is just as powerful as what we choose to say. When, we first, uh, when I first got married uh, to my wife, my beautiful wife uh, of 17 years, we first got married, we moved into this little tiny apartment, and uh, there was this, the, the, the light, the uh, light switch for the closet was on the outside, right? So it was kind of a, a, kind of a walk-in closet, and you, you, you go up, flip the light on, then open the closet door, you know, go in, find your stuff, come out, flip the light. Well, I don't... I don't know where it happened or what kind of parents raised Amber, but, uh, <laughs> but she would never, and I know sometimes people say never and they don't mean never, she would never turn the light off after she was done with the closet. And I, you know, being a young, a young lad, I was like, well, this is going to be an easy fix. All I have to do is train her by nagging her that the light switch doesn't need to stay on. I don't know if you know this amber, but electricity isn't free, you know, all that kinds of stuff. 
And my main, my main mode of communication, and I'm not proud of this, my main mode, my, my, my consistent mode of communication is sarcasm. So it's not helpful. And so I would say sarcastic things or, you know, uh, whatever. And there was a moment, and I don't know when it was, because these things, she leaves the light on, and I make a big fuss about it, right? I act like uh, it's the biggest thing in the world. And it gets her anxious and upset. It gets me anxious and upset. Or I, I, get, a, I, like, I, get, I get a little bit bothered, like, why can't you just turn the light off? So then I ask her, why can't you just turn the light off? And she's like, why are you asking me questions like that? I'm like, oh, now I'm the problem? I'm, you know, I'm in trouble now? You see how this escalates? <laughs> Has anyone ever met another human being before? So there was one day where I said, okay, what if, what if I just chose to turn off the light? <laughs> Whoa, marriage breakthrough. <laughs> what if I said, okay, well, if she leaves it on, I'll just turn it off. What's the big deal? Good question, you would ask. 23-year-old Dom, he wouldn't have an answer to. What's the big deal? So I just stopped. I started turning off the light. And even if it bothered me, I just chose not to say it. Not everything you think needs to be said. I'm going to say that louder for someone. Not everything you think needs to be said, especially to the people that you love the most. Now, when it comes to an idea like this of, of leaving things left unsaid, there's a bunch of different directions we could go. I probably could have made a, uh, we probably could have done a, a three or four or five part series on different ways we leave things unsaid, but I don't want to cover all of them because there's different reasons we don't say things, right? Sometimes we hold our tongue because it's going to be, uh, that's kind of mean and I don't know if it's going to work. Or sometimes we hold back because we're afraid of the truth that we might share. Or sometimes we hold back because we're ashamed of something that we have done or what we have said or what we might do or what we're planning to do. So there's all kinds of different reasons why you would leave something unsaid. So no matter what the reason is, depending on what's going on in your life, okay, if there are things in your life where you're leaving it unsaid, whatever it is, what I want to talk about, what I want to challenge you and myself with is why is it left unsaid? So leaving things unsaid, it's going to happen. But my challenge for you is going to be understanding why it is left unsaid. Because if you can understand why something you want to say or we're, or we're going to say, if you can understand why you're leaving it left unsaid, then you become empowered with that information and that thought and what that can do for you in your relationships and in your faith. Why is something left unsaid? There's a bunch of different verses in the Bible from Old Testament to New Testament that talk about the power of our words, okay? That talk about praying out loud, that talk about all of these things. But there's one particular I wanted to look at, and it's in the book of Proverbs. And in the book of Proverbs, in 1821, it's a very short verse, but as we apply it to our life and we think about it in the context of our relationships and, and what we choose to say and what we don't choose to say. And what if we think about it in the context of our faith? And if you're the kind of person that wants your faith to grow, 
Let's look at this in that context of what we choose to say and what we don't choose to say. Check out how scary and foreboding this verse is. Y'all ready for it? Here we go. This is 18.21. This is out of the New Living Translation. It says, the tongue can bring death or life. That's very extreme. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. <laughs> so beware. The tongue can bring death or life. You ever heard the phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but anybody? Wrong. <laughs> right? <laughs> At least if you're me. I would rather you throw sticks and stones because your words are very hurtful. <laughs> right? We say that because we don't want to let those things penetrate us, but the truth is, we've been talking about it for five weeks, four weeks. There is very much so power in words, and words can lift, and words can hurt. So when this, when this verse here, 1821, says, your words can bring life or death. I guarantee you, you have seen that happen in your life. What we say can breathe life into a relationship. It can breathe, breathe life into our faith. And what we say can slowly kill a relationship. What we say can slowly kill our faith, depending on what we choose to say. Now, I am not the kind of person that is uh, ever going to ask you to say to, or, or challenge you to be like, hey, watch what you say. Say nice things to people this week because I don't think that's uh, really realistic, at least not for me. So uh, when, it comes to when it comes to anything that I want to tell y'all, I always run it by myself. I, I don't want to sound crazy, but I always think like, well, if somebody told me that, how would I receive it? And I was sharing earlier that, you know, I've got this rebellious heart very much in a childish way where if someone gives me a direct order, I'm like opposite. So when I talk about that, when I talk about uh, what you choose to say, I don't mean it in a scolding way of make sure you're saying the right things. What I do mean, what I do mean is take the time. I want to challenge you to take the time to understand why something you think about this person, about this job, about this uh, task that somebody did, about what your kid is wearing to school, about what they're watching, about what video game they're playing, about what your spouse is talking about, about what your girlfriend is saying, whatever it is. Taking those things, and if you hold back, I want you to understand why you're holding back. Are you holding back because it doesn't really need to be said and it's not hurting anything that the closet light is on all the time forever? It's never stopped. I have my own issues. Or are you holding back because you don't feel like there's a level of trust between you and that person? Sometimes that happens, right? We hold back because we don't feel safe saying what we were going to say. So if we hold back and we understand why, now we're empowered. Now that thing that's left unsaid is no longer something that is hidden. Now we understand, okay, well, I didn't say it because of this, and now that I know that, I am empowered to choose to really say it or not. Because it is true that some things are better left unsaid, absolutely. But things that are left unsaid and we're just kind of sweeping them under the rug, that's not helping us. It's not growing us. It's not helping our relationships. It's not growing our relationships. It's not helping our faith, and it's not growing our faith. 
But if we say, okay, there is something that I, that I thought I wanted to say or something that I want to say, and I understand why, I understand why I'm not saying it. Because if we can see the power of our words, right? I'm not really, I'm not really a fan of extremes this or that. So when I saw this verse, I, I, kind, of, I kind of bristle at it a little bit because it's such extreme of life and death, right? It's all good or it's all bad, but there is something that rings so true for that when it comes to our words, when it comes to what we choose to say, what we choose to say to the people around us. I can remember times in my life where I was leaving things unsaid for the wrong reasons, right? Sometimes I leave things unsaid. Maybe, maybe you're like this. Sometimes if you leave something unsaid more and more and more and more, it kind of bubbles up and then it explodes. It explodes in anger or it explodes in frustration. And then I say something I don't really mean. It just kind of bubbled up too much and I had to but it's because I was leaving it unsaid for an unhealthy reason that I never bothered to look at, okay? So I'm not telling you that every decision you ne make needs to be the healthiest decision, but if we're, if we're closing our eyes to why we're leaving something unsaid, then that's on us, right? That is our empowerment. So when we take the time to look at it, we take the time to understand it, I'm not saying you need to go to a therapist. I, I mean, everyone here needs a therapist for sure. But I'm not saying you need to start counseling and get in touch with your feelings or, you know, whatever your journey is and where you're at. But I am saying that if you're somebody who wants to grow their faith, if you're somebody that wants to grow the relationships with the people in your life, then you could do a lot worse than taking time to understand why something is left unsaid. I think I said this earlier, but I wrote this down for y'all. Understanding why we don't choose to say something brings that much more intention to what we do choose to say. Right? If we're taking the time to understand why things are left unsaid, then when we do have something to say, we are bringing so much more intention to that because we've taken the time to understand it. We've taken the time to look at it. And see, and this is not, I mean, this is huge for the relationships we have in our life, but this is huge for the faith that we want to pursue. No matter where you are on your journey of faith right now, there is at least a small part of you that is here in this room today, because there's a lot of other places you could be with a lot more kicking AC in this town, as we all wipe our brow. There's a little part of you that thought, I'm going to go to church today. I'm going to listen to this message today because I want to grow my faith a little bit. And so if we know that, if we know that there's these times where we want to grow our faith, then how can we bring that into what we say and what we don't say? Choosing not to say something. I think I shared, is it the last week or the week before that I shared that I'm very, very, very hard on myself. And not that that's unique, but I'll say some really mean things 
to myself about myself. Really hateful. Like I would never say this to anyone else on earth. Even the people that I genuinely dislike. But for some reason, when I look in the mirror, for some reason, when I do something, I make a mistake or whatever it is, I, it is just an all-out assault on this guy. And I wonder for me, how much can I be growing as a person? How much can I be pursuing my faith? If every time I have a chance to talk to myself, I say out loud all these terrible things about me. So what if, what if, what if I were to say, okay, there's some things that I think, but maybe I can leave them unsaid about me, right? There's some things that I think about me, but maybe I can leave them unsaid, but I'm going to leave them unsaid, not because, not because somebody told me to, not because I think I should. Does anyone tell themselves they should a lot? That's a dangerous place. Is anyone tired of raising their hands for these things? That's the last dad joke. Okay, got it. <laughs> I actually did write that one down. I thought about that this morning and wrote that down. Who is tired of raising their hands? Raise their hand, am I right? <laughs> so what if I said, okay, I, 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 what, what, what if you said, when it comes to my faith, if I think something that is negative, okay, if I think I am not lovable, I, I can't imagine why God would love me after what has happened. Or, you know, I used to be so much more into my faith. I used to read the Bible so much more than I did. I used to go to church so much more than I do now. I used to be so much more full of faith than I am now. If we say those things out loud to ourselves, how likely is it that our faith is going to grow? I would say it's not very likely because we feel like we're starting from behind. We feel like we're trying to catch up to whatever faith we feel like we would have been by now if we would have just stayed faithful, whatever that meant to us growing up or where we were before. So what if something like that, you left it unsaid, not because you weren't thinking it, not because you're trying to be dishonest with yourself, but you leave it unsaid because it doesn't help your growth in your faith. Choosing to leave it unsaid doesn't mean you're hiding it. You see the difference? If we don't say something and we're just sweeping it under the rug, then we're hiding. We're dodging it. We're avoiding it. I love to avoid problems. I'm a pro. Not my problem. I'll deal with that. That is future Dominic's problem. <laughs> I do not set up future Dominic for success. I'm like, that guy will take care of you. I'm just having fun today. So if we understand why we're going to leave that unsaid when it comes to our faith, when it comes to where we think we should be. And we understand why we're doing it. Then, then we bring so much more intention to our faith, and it brings so much more intention to what we do choose to say about our faith. What about this? Check this out. You can say something like, I haven't been to the heart in months. And so it'll be embarrassing if I go. Somebody's going to ask me where I've been. Somebody's going to ask me if I, you know, got lost on the way to church or couldn't find the directions. Someone's going to judge me for this. And you say these things to yourself. Now, the same situation, you haven't been in months. You could say something like, you know, I haven't been to church in months. I really enjoyed it last time I was there. I'm looking forward to this. Now, when you show up to church and someone says, hey, how have you been? 
You're not hearing it as judgment. You're not hearing it as, oh, they want to know why I haven't been here. You're hearing it as, oh, let me tell you what's been up the last couple of months. Let me catch you up on some fun things in my life. All because of what you chose to say and chose what not to say. That is the power of our words. That's how much they affect who we are. That's how much they affect what we're doing. That's how much they affect our parenting, our marriage, our job, our faith. Maybe you can just, uh, maybe you can just turn the light off. Dominic, maybe you can just do it. That's what I want for y'all. That's what I want for me, to be the kind of people who can trust ourselves enough. It's going to take that, okay? It's going to take trusting you. Sometimes that's the hardest person to trust, at least for me. It's going to take trusting yourself to say, okay, I, I, I want to understand. Okay, I, I held back something there. Did I, held, did I hold back because it was a hard truth? And I'm just not in the mood for confrontation? Fine. That doesn't mean you should confront, but at least you understand why and you know what's going on. That's how you're going to grow in any area of your life, right? The only way we can grow in any area of our life is if we know where we are now. If we don't know where we are now in our marriage or in our job or in our faith, if we don't know where we are now, then how will we know what direction is forward? How will we know what direction is progress? That's how much it means to take a look and understand why why I'm thinking this, why I'm saying this. That's going to set you free. That's going to set up your faith to grow. Even if you just did that this week and you never did it again. Maybe you're telling yourself, you know, okay, Dom, I see what you're saying, and therapy might be cool for you, Dom, but I'm not one of those touchy-feely people that's getting all emotional. I get it. You don't need to be. What if just for this week and never again you said, okay, when something goes unsaid, I'm going to ask myself a difficult question. That difficult question is, why did I not say that? Why am I holding back? And here's why it's a difficult question. Because when we ask ourselves questions like that, when we ask ourselves why questions, it's the only question that you can't answer with a fact, right? If I ask you a question that starts with where or when or what, you answer me with a fact, but if I ask you a question that starts with why, you know what that does to us up here? When we ask a question of why, we start to look for reasons. We start to justify reasons. We start to really go through our own perspective. So that's what I want for you. I'm going to do that this week too. I'll maybe, maybe I'll never do it again, but I'm sure going to do it this week. What could it be like? What, how would that affect our marriages, our relationships? How would that affect the people that we work with, the people that we're around? Man, how would, how would, it, affect, how would it affect our faith? I want to grow my faith. You know, I'm, I'm like you. I have highs and lows in my faith. There's some days I trust God for everything in my life. I it's easy to trust him. Some days it's so easy to trust God. Some days it's easy to remember how much he has done, how much I've grown. And some days it's not... It's not God's fault. It's not my fault. Some days I just don't remember any of that. Some days I'm just super ungrateful. So things like this, when I'm able to talk about through these, talk through these things with y'all, it's helpful for me. It's helpful for my 
faith. I would say one out of every four messages I do is not even for y'all. It's just for me. I could be, it could be an empty room. That's the faith I'm going through as well. So as we wrap up this whole idea, the biggest thing I want you to take away from this message, from this series, is that what you say matters. What you don't say matters. And the more you understand the why behind each of those, the more your faith can grow. If you could, I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes for a moment. I want to pray for you today. Before we pray, I want to extend this challenge. Okay, so with everyone's eyes closed, everyone's heads bowed, I want to challenge you this week to take the time to understand why. Ask yourself, why am I leaving that unsaid? And you'll know better than I am the situation that calls for, right? The situation where that's happening. So if, if you want to take that challenge this week, and you don't have to, it's not a supposed to, it's not an obligation. If you want to take that challenge this week with me, on the count of three, I want you to raise your hand so just that I can see it. All right, if you want to take that challenge on the count of three, put it up. One, two, three. Put it up real quick, and then you can put it back down. Okay, I see it. Put it down. Put it down. Let's pray. God, we're grateful for the opportunity to grow, the opportunity to change. I pray that we would be bold enough and brave enough to put ourselves out there. We'd be bold enough and brave enough to trust you, to trust ourselves, to trust the spirit that you have put in us. God, if, if, if our tongue, if our words bring life and death, that I pray that you would be there with us when we speak. Be there with us when we don't speak. Help us to bring life to our relationships, to our marriage. Help us to bring life to our parenting. Help us to bring life to the people around us and help us to bring life to our faith. We love you, God. We're grateful for you. And we pray that in your name, amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say, you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows. Mm -hmm.